0: Hello everyone, we're back from Thanksgiving. I hope you all had a splendid time with friends and family. I got to spend it with my friends and older sister in Salt Lake City, and even took in a Utah Jazz game to watch Donovan Mitchell. Well, it is now December, and Mile High Sports Guy is back. Here we go. My guests today might know more about basketball than I do, and that's scary. We met in high school when I transferred to ECA and got to play one season together. From there, we played countless pickup games at Lifetime and even dabbled in some 2K. Little did we know that would cause our friendship to grow so much, and now we both live in Southern California pursuing our dreams. Tyler Gendron, everybody. All right, Tyler. You work on staff with Alpha Gamma Omega and you live at the house, and you also do production assistant stuff, but you've since changed your role at work. Tell us more about your jobs and why you play fantasy basketball.
1: Yeah, so I've just recently, very recently, moved into a new position with a smaller company called Creature Films. They're kind of a music documentary type deal. Um, most notably they've done documentaries for Biggie, Tupac. Um, most recently they did Tupac, a... R.I.P. By the way. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Indeed. You should give it a watch. It's really interesting. and. Uh, I don't want to just come right out and say this, but it's very possible we get an inadvertent adm- uh, admit to Tupac's killing, so give that Shoot. a watch. Yeah, it's Shoot, big, now we'll know. Big stuff, look it up, it's called the Death Row Chronicles, it's good Death stuff. Death Row Chronicles, alright. Death Row Chronicles, good stuff. I couldn't tell you where you can watch it, but it's out there somewhere.
0: Alright. Hey, maybe that's why they haven't found the killer, they haven't found out where to watch it. <laughs>
1: exactly, maybe that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So why do you play fantasy basketball?
1: So I... I just love basketball. It's been my sport. I've been playing it since I was in, I believe, third grade, so good long time. Um, NBA is my sport because I I like knowing the players. I like knowing the teams. I like knowing the histories and the organizations and all that stuff, so NBA is my niche.
0: You lost in the finals last year to Chris, but on the way, you took down who we all thought would face him in Nick. What changes, besides your team name, will you make this season as you try to get back to the ship?
1: You know, I have a disappointing legacy of losing in the finals in fantasy basketball. Believe it or not, last year was not the first time I have lost in the finals in fantasy basketball. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm i a little disappointed with how my season has started this year, but there's a lot of time to rally. Many trades to still be made. Many new additions to be made as well. Listen up, you hear? <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. So we'll see. I'm, I'm optimistic. There's still a lot of basketball to be played. This week isn't looking good for those... What, what is today's the 31st. As of today, I am losing first by... Of December. First of December. Oh, today is the first no, of December.
0: November 30th and December 1st.
1: That's correct. Yeah. My watch is incorrect. But today is the first, which I am losing by like like 200 or so points to the process of disloyalty. Which is just truly a shame, but you know... Well, we'll get more to
0: that later, but... Uh... <clears throat> So you've made two trades already. You traded mm-hmm. Marcin Gortat and Aaron Gordon for Kevin Love. Oh, and I did. That has not panned out the way you wanted to with no, Kevin has Love not. being sidelined for the foreseeable future. But you have since made up for it by trading with Chris for LaMarcus Aldridge and Serge Ibaka by giving up Zach Levine and D'Angelo Russell. Are there any other trades on your mind heading into this new year? And what are your plans with Victor Oladipo?
1: You know, based on my team name, you know I'm always up for a trade. I'm not committed to anybody. Anyone can go at any time. I am basically the Cleveland Cavaliers of our fantasy basketball team. I just need to find that LeBron, you know? So there's not one player in particular that I'm I'm locked in on. I'm open to anybody. Um, But I, I do always try and make a fair trade, which blows my mind. I offer so many trade options and get rejected. But, you know, that's all right. The good... Uh, uh, Tyler's trades
0: offers are like me asking girls out. Get rejected.
1: That's true. It's true. Oh, and it, we all know. It is true. Is it? It <laughs> is true. No, it's true. It's true. We all know. But uh, but you know that's that's not to say they're not good quality. We all know Derek's a great guy. It's yeah. just you know, he suck just, it. <laughs> you know, just not getting any love.
0: Yep, yep. No, they're obviously not quality girls. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> All right, so you already talked about this a little bit, but you're currently on pace to lose against the process of disloyalty and fall to 4-3. and three. However, Vader's fist looks like he will take his first L of the season as well, so you'll still be two games back in the division. Do you still think there's a shot for you to win the division, or are you going to squeak by as the wild card?
1: Oh, absolutely. I always have a chance to win. The, I just I just find a way. As a lot of you know last year, I had no business beating some of the teams I beat last year, but I did. Last year, what was it? I beat, I beat uh, Andrew Broskai Boss in the first week by a single point. A single, a single point. point. And I did, I did similar things every week. So this season, I don't. And then obviously,
0: beating Nick in the semifinals.
1: I beat Nick in the semifinals again. I had no business beating him, but I made it happen. And you know, that's just, it's what I do. I find ways to win.
0: That's nice. That's nice. So. After this week, it looks like there's going to be three, five, and three teams ahead of you in the standings. Mm -hmm. Vucci Mambos, myself, Mm -hmm. Who's Your Daddy, and the process of disloyalty. My team is highlighted by Giannis, uh, Damian Lillard, and Nikola Vucevic. Mm -hmm. Who's Your Daddy is highlighted by Booker, Butler, Curry, and Westbrook. Mm -hmm. And the process is highlighted by Durant, Embiid, Tatum, and... Pascal Siakam, believe it or not, has been amazing this season.
1: Pascal One of the Siakam. reasons
0: the Raptors are so good. Out of those three teams, which team do you see yourself surpassing first?
1: Hate to say it, I got I got you in my crosshairs, Derek. I don't think you stand a chance. You you always seem to build a team that looks good and still sucks. No hate, but last year you had the two best producers in fantasy, and you still manage to lose you know it's you just you get unlucky for better or worse on paper i the og on paper you should be the best team in the league but the way it plays out you get wrecked all the my time. starting
0: five are all fourth ranked or best in their position so right we'll see if they can sustain it but yeah.
1: so i'm confident i can beat you i am i am most afraid of um Oh, who's is, who's is the team with um, the
0: process? Who's wrecking you right yeah,
1: now? Yeah, yeah. Process is he's looking real good, but you know, like I said, I can always find a way to win.
0: Well, I talked about him in the power rankings recently. He that's right. He, his only two losses on the year were two, Vader's fist and Andre Drumroll, mm-hmm. and he still managed to score seven hundred and fifteen points. Yeah. So that kind, a good that kind of consistency,
1: that kind of consistency, is really going to pay off for him in the future.
0: This break in the podcast is brought to you by Humbabe Apparel. Humbabe Apparel is an athletic apparel brand that encourages athletes to play for God's glory. Humbabe Apparel is an outlet of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and creates custom-made hats, shirts, and other clothing items. Christmas is just around the corner. We will be releasing some new winter-themed hats very soon, so hop on the web and get a great gift for someone you love this holiday season. Humbabe Apparel. Well, Tyler, both of us are huge Nuggets fans, and we are really excited about how well they're playing this season. But after watching last night's Miracle against Portland, we were up by 17 and only won by one. Should Denver fans expect a similar result from last season, or will the six-year playoff drought come to an end?
1: You know, there's a lot to unpack here. I think the Nuggets, take it from me here, the Nuggets are locked to make the playoffs. They're making the playoffs this year. I guarantee it. That being said, guarantees it, guarantees it. That being said, I feel like they're still overachieving this year. They started off, what was it, nine and two, nine and one, nine and one, nine the and one.
0: Lost to the game we went
1: to because of yeah, what on. Brutal, brutal. But uh, I even during that run. It, I just knew in the back of my mind, like, when is this going to come crashing down? And when it comes crashing down, how hard is it going to come down? Exactly. And we saw, would they lose six in a row after that or five in a row? We We had
0: one four-game losing streak. We're currently on a five-game winning streak, and it's our second, or excuse me, third four-game winning streak or
1: better. So we had a
0: four-game winning streak, four-game winning streak, and now we're on a five-game winning streak.
1: So even still, I think we're, I still think we're overperforming. Now, maybe I'm just pessimistic, but... I just, I just don't see how sustainable this is, especially in the playoffs, where we'll be gritting and grinding just really, really tough, really tough opponents who are great defensively, offensively. Yeah. The thing I, I see,
0: like, when I look at the calendar and I go, oh, you know, we're playing the Timberwolves or we're playing the Trailblazers. It's not like, oh, you know, we're a lock to win that game or a lock to lose mm-hmm. the game. It's literally a coin flip every time. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Exactly. It's so hard to predict. That's why I say we're overperforming because how
1: many times is it going to come up heads, you know, before you just start like, the odds are we're going to go, if you're flipping that coin, you know, odds are you're going to lose as many as you win. Yeah. So Yeah. we'll see how it goes. But the Nuggets will make the playoffs this year and next year is going to be our year. You want to know why? Because Michael Porter Jr. We will get to that. We will get to that. (laughs) I hope so.
0: Game is on the line. Who do you give the ball to for the final shot in crunch time? In Denver? In
1: Denver. Are we down by three? Are we down by one? What are uh, we down?
0: situation just defined by the NBA is a five-point game with two minutes remaining.
1: Five-point game, two minutes remaining. So,
0: I know that Coach Malone's always been going with the hot hand, but mm-hmm. I've always like thought, you want that one dude. Yeah. Who's that one guy? If you had to choose.
1: It's so hard. It's so hard. Because, like, you know, we just said, there's the Nuggets are such a streaky team, and that's defined by streaky players. But, you know, I'm going to – it can't – can't. in my mind, it can't be Jokic.
0: And I mean taking the shot, not right. taking the play. Like, last right, night, like taking, Jokic made the play. I want the dude who's, like, releasing the ball towards the bucket for the swish. Like, who's taking
1: that shot? Give me Jamal Murray. Because I think he – he, I think – you might have the stat to prove this. I think he's the most streaky player on the Nuggets squad, but no he doubt. also yeah he he puts he up the He started in the
0: first half yesterday, two of twelve.
1: Yeah, like that's that's garbage. But you know he's also he had a fi- almost a fifty point game thanks Kyrie Irving. But you know like he's capable of anything when he gets when he gets in the Mamba mentality mode he closes exactly. out
0: exactly Mamba mentality. I was gonna say something similar like he mm-hmm. wants the ball. He does, you know. And not to say that the other guys don't, but you look at like a Paul Millsap, and he's just a good player. Right. Like, he's not going to be like, "Yo, give me the ball at the end of the game." Right. Like, Jamal wants to take that shot, and there's a good chance he's going to make that shot because mm-hmm. he's just a, such a pure shooter. That's so, right.
1: Yeah, he's got the killer mentality. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you already talked a little about Michael Porter Jr. We'll mm. talk about him more, but Go- also, Oh, already, <laughs> Will Barton, Isaiah Thomas will be back some point this season. Mm-hmm. How are the three of them going to fit into the rotation without messing up the current flow?
1: The only issue I see comes with Isaiah Thomas, and that's because the Nuggets have such an identity crisis at the point guard position. Monte Morris is the only true point guard on the squad. Jamal Murray is better suited at the two guard. Isaiah Thomas is not the kind of facilitating point guard that the Nuggets need. He's a scoring point guard. He's a scorer. He needs the ball in his hands, but... So does so does Murray. So does Jokic. You know, so does Barton. So does Barton. These guys need the ball and in their Harris. hands. Like
0: Harris less.
1: Harris less. He's I, a spot-up guy. He's a good spot-up yeah. guy. He can roll off screens. I I feel like he can do okay without the ball in his hands. But IT just can't do it without the ball in his hands. And, you know, he's not a great locker room guy. He's been okay for Denver this year, you know, because he hasn't lost any games for us yet. Oh. yeah. Yet? It's going to happen. You know, it's... No, nothing. No knock against him. It's just you know when you bring a, a dynamic scorer like that back into the mix with so many other offensive talents, they're gonna they're gonna butt heads. They're gonna clash. It's gonna take time to merge. And you of know? course,
0: Michael Porter William or Michael, Michael Porter, Porter Jr., Jr. Excuse me. Yeah. Like I don't even. I don't
1: know. Michael Porter Jr. I I do not want him to play a single minute this season. I want him to take his time. I want him to do the red shirt thing that Ben Simmons yes. did. He needs to take his time. He needs to be proven. He needs to get that like NBA strength and size on him. And come back next year swinging and just shock the league. I can see Michael Porter Jr. coming back next year. Throw some numbers at you. Tell me what you think about this. I see Michael Porter Jr. next year averaging around 15 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists a game on about 43-44% shooting.
0: I would say more rebounds, less assists. You think so? Somewhere around the same points. Maybe even like
1: 17 points. You think seven? I could see a higher scoring, but the reason I think is because there's so many scorers on the team, it'll be easy for him to get the assist. And if Denver's going to be successful, they need more facilitators. That's why I think Michael Porter Jr. will get more assists. I assume best-case scenario, he fits into his role, and he can really get the guys. He just he can just elevate the rest of the team. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah.
0: We'll see. Speaking of elevating, who else on the team do you see stepping up their game? We've got Trey Lyles, Monte Morris, Malik Beasley. Torrey
1: Craig and Wancho Hernan Gomez. Monte Morris. I'm hyped on Monte Morris. I, there's a lot to be said for Wancho. He's, he's been doing well this year. He's on a prove-it year this year. He
0: is shooting the lights out from three, by the way. He's shooting 45%. That's right.
1: He's knocking it down. He, I believe this is a contract year for him, so this is a prove-it year for Wancho. I just don't think he's got it in him to do it long term. I think this is a hot streak for him. However, I do think Monte Morris is more of a consistent player. He's older. He's more experienced. He's, he fills his role better. He knows what he needs to do, and he does it every night. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's out there dropping points, but he's, he's a good playmaker. He does his role. He fills his role well. He like, does what he needs to do, and he just gets the job done the way that we need a point guard to do.
0: Absolutely. Well, final question for you.
1: Nuggets make the playoffs. Yes. How far do they go? Hmm. Let's see. It's been a weird year in the West. It's been a weird year. We can't really peg anybody aside from Golden State, obviously. Well even Golden State's having some issues, but I see them uh, if I'm gonna be optimistic, I'm gonna say second round. and that's assuming they get against a matchup against Utah, a matchup against New Orleans. I feel like they could I could feel like they could go to with New Orleans.
0: Yeah, it's, maybe. It's <laughs> now to that say. I think about
1: that, I'm like, eh, maybe not.
0: I'd say second round, definitely. I'd say
1: second round. But if I'm being realistic, I think it'll be another first-round bounce, simply for lack of experience. Lack of
0: experience. And it just, there's no way to predict the matchup yet. It's true. It's
1: incredible. It's true.
0: Like, how awkward would it be if we're like a three seed and the Rockets are a six seed?
1: I think we kill the Rockets. If we have a first-round matchup against the Rockets, I think we kill them. And I say that because they can't defend anybody this year. I think I heard a stat on another, on another podcast where they were talking, I think the Rockets are ranked 27th or something in offense uh, this season. Yeah, defense. Was it defense? Defense is what I meant. Yeah, because they lost Luke Mabamute. They and lost Trevor and
0: Trevor Ariza. Yeah, they so lost him. I mean, I mean, that's
1: what everybody's talking about with them. and So they can't guard anybody. Nuggets, shockingly, are one of the top defensive teams in the league. I, again, Third in defense right now. I, again, don't think that that lasts. However, offensively, that I know we can do. Mm-hmm. I think we can outshoot the Rockets. If we go Rockets first round, we beat them first round. I am confident. I will say that now. If we match up with the Rockets first round, we, do, we we beat them. But for a lot of these other Western teams, it's just hard to say.
0: Watch out for the Clippers, though.
1: The Clippers, man. The Clippers. The clip. My team. So my fantasy team last year was the Southern Scrubs going to the finals. That is the Clippers this year.
0: That's what I don't understand. You've got a great coach in Doc Rivers, but then you look at the Spurs. They are ten and eleven with Popovich, Lamarcus Aldrich, DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay. Like they don't they're not scrubs. They
1: have better stars than the Clippers. Yeah. And they're worse. Yeah. How is that possible? I you know, I think it's it's an interesting situation. I think personally that Greg Popovich is He's he's kind of getting out of it. You know, I think he's not really... His heart's not really in it. He knows he's not going to win with this squad, even operating on all cylinders. Um, so I think that has something to do with it. I think a lot of those players just aren't great fits. They're taking a lot of mid-range jumpers. They're not they're not getting good shots. They're just not doing what they need to be doing.
0: Whereas Doc Rivers, everyone expected them to be a cellar dweller, and mm-hmm. now they're in the first place. So, like... It's yep. amazing.
1: They're a grind team. They're playing hard every night. They don't lose games that are like a toss-up. They make it happen. That's why
0: Tobias Harris is such a good fit for them, because that's what he's done his whole career. Like He's been on terrible teams, the Pistons, the Magic. That's right. And he just wants to go out there and you want to win games. So that's he's right. going to give his heart every night. And
1: he was a sleeper. He, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty certain that he has improved every single season of his career. Yep. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure well, he has. Well, even with the Magic last year, he was yeah. incredible. So. Wasn't he with Detroit last year? Or, yeah, because yeah, he got Detroit traded. To, yeah, what, right. Regardless, he was, he's still in trash
0: team. Really
1: good player. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, man. And how about my boy Shea Gildas Alexander? I've been hyped on him since day one. I almost drafted him in our in our in our league. I knew no one else was hyped on him, so I let him slide to kind of give him a chance to step up. But boy, is he fun to watch!
0: He is definitely fun to watch. This segment is called the Draft Challenge. Oh, no. In this segment, you will try to remember who the number one pick was in the draft over the past 10 seasons.
1: Oh, no. And where
0: they currently play now.
1: Oh, no. It's even harder. All
0: right. Here we go. Who was drafted first overall last year? (laughs)
1: Last year, first overall... Oh, my gosh. Oh, Markel Fultz. Markel that's, Fultz. That's right. Yes. He still yep. plays for the Sixers. Still plays for the Sixers. A lot to be talked about there. And they
0: are, are thinking about trading him, which I think is the right move.
1: I agree. That so poor guy. Did you
0: see his free throw motion? Where he's you mean like the Oh, the ball yeah, ball.
1: that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was That poor guy. That gave
0: me cancer of the eyes, I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah,
1: ditto. So, gave me diabetes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it made me lose my gallbladder. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I just was like, cut it out, bro. Literally. Uh, side note, I actually have diabetes, and he's actually had his gallbladder removed. Just
0: yes. Content. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, okay, 2016.
1: 2016, year before, was... Oh, my gosh. Same team. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Ben I always Simmons. feel like Ben Simmons is older than he is. That red shirt year threw me off.
0: Dude, he looks older for some reason. I don't he know. He does. Uh, obviously, you know... Uh, rookie of the year I'm doing quotation marks um, but I mean he did rookie of the year numbers oh, absolutely. a lot of people are like Donovan Mitchell Donovan Mitchell. it's like I don't know how many games Ben Simmons played his first actual season it not was, a single was, one he, he redshirted the whole year right yeah the whole year exactly. that's why he was so eligible he was eligible for rookie of the year and mm-hmm. at first I was like well I don't think he should count blah 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 and it's like you look at his numbers and he was well deserved
1: Oh, absolutely. 15-8-8 Absolutely, and Donovan Mitchell was very impressive. In fact, that whole rookie class last year was very impressive. But yeah, you just can't go wrong. Ben Simmons did everything for that team. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the rookie class this year is much better, I think, though. I
1: agree. But this rookie class this year is something else. Yep, yep. I think next year, I think next year as a whole won't be as as good, but there's some top talent.
0: Absolutely, it's gonna be top heavy for sure. Twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah. All right, let's see. Twenty fifteen, the year before Ben Simmons. Jeez. Oh, um, Can we do this like Oh man 2015 Western w- Conference It was a Western Conference team Which means it was Don't tell me Let's see
0: He was I'm not going to tell you what college he played for But I will say this They started out 34-0 And lost to Wisconsin in the final four
1: That doesn't help me Kentucky Oh, Carl Anthony Towns. Yep, Carl <laughs>
0: Anthony Towns.
1: I'm bad at this. And he wow. plays for Minnesota Timberwolves. That's right.
0: So a lot of these picks are uh, Timberwolves oh, and uh, Sixers. I'm just
1: waiting for that stretch where every single one is Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of Cleveland, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. 2014. And he now plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. There, it's just it's for how much who, longer? Who knows? Who
0: knows? Who knows? I mean, he has been absolutely a. Abysmal his last yeah. five, six games. He's dude. been trash. He had a fantasy game, I want to say three games ago, negative eleven.
1: Yeah, um, that's cancer. That is unheard of. That's horrible. You're
0: literally missing every shot. He he, he did zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals. Literally zeros across the board and missed like twelve shots.
1: What a scrub. And two fouls. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was tough. But, scrub. Uh, Alright, so that was twenty fourteen. Twenty thirteen Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett. And he, who drafted him? Cleveland. Do you know where he played college? Uh,
0: four-lane highway goes to two-lane highway, goes to four-lane highway. That didn't help me
1: at all. I, well, I want to say Connecticut? No, Vegas. You just oh, Vegas. UNLV. Oh, UNLV.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So drafted by the Cavs. And yeah, he currently
1: does not play in the NBA, correct? He does not. Do you know where he plays now? China?
0: No. He actually plays just down the street at the Agua... Caliente Clippers G League associate Wow yeah, It's like 10 minutes from my house right
1: now Alright so my how the mighty fall! If you want to go see
0: Bennett play that's, uh, that's where you go
1: That was also the Victor Oladipo draft correct I
0: believe so yes I
1: think so Yep. Yeah yep. he was the number 2 pick to Orlando Yeah great pick by the way Yeah
0: Alright 2012
1: Alright 2012 before Anthony Bennett It was Oh I know this one Do I know this one? I'll give you a hint. Oh, (laughs) has he won a ring? No. Oh, I thought I okay. (laughs) The number one pick in two thousand twelve.
0: He played for Team USA immediately before Anthony Davis. Yep, that's right. the
1: The Brow, New Orleans. Who drafted him? New Orleans. The New Orleans Hornets. Ah, you right, you right. That's right, he, was a, the a he was a Hornet for a minute. He was a
0: Hornet for a minute. Fun right. fact about the Hornets, in when they were in New Orleans, none of their jerseys had the word Hornet on them.
1: Interesting. Yeah,
0: they all say New Orleans on them.
1: I did not know that.
0: But now they have a couple jerseys that say Pelicans. That's That, that they do. Yes. So that's a very, uh, very, uh, I don't know, vibe city where they were just like pushing New Orleans like... The fact that they were called the Hornets, no one gave a rat's grass. Everyone just wore yeah. New Orleans jerseys.
1: Yeah, that was more of a nostalgia thing, right? They could have just been mean... called the
0: Pelicans. Oh, wait, they are. Yeah. Uh, no <laughs> one would care what their team name is. It's yeah. just, we, we want to uh, rep New Orleans. Mardi Gras, so.
1: Yeah, there you go. Very very tight. Uh,
0: 2011. Kyrie
1: Irving. Kyrie. Cleveland Cavaliers. And now? Boston. How many games did he play in college? I don't know. Was he injured or something? Did he, like, yeah, miss games? he was games? injured. What did he play? Half the season or something? He I played don't know. Five games for Duke. He played five games. Didn't was the even number one play pick. an
0: ACC conference game.
1: Didn't even play a conference game. Wow! All right, I'm learning here today. Incredible! That's amazing. That's, wow! Yeah. Good Good. Good job, Cleveland. Are not screwing that pick up. Yep. 2012
0: or sorry, Two. 2010.
1: 2010. My boy John Wall. John freaking Wall, baby. The ultimate disappointment for the Washington Wizards. Come on, man. You got to admit, he's, he's overpaid. He's underperforming. That team's absolute garbage. Well, they are garbage, but Absolute garbage. Bradley Beal is the best player on that team right now. you sure it's not Dwight Howard? <laughs> Good one. No, Bradley Beal. Okay. He's the only decent player on that squad right now. Mm, God, I love John Wall, though. That song is so great. I still have it on my iPod.
0: You play music on an iPod?
1: Okay, my iPhone. Excuse me. But I still have that song there you go we'll bump All to right. it 2009 alright here's where it, oh am I thinking 2008 I might be jumping too far ahead 2009 was oh, I'm going back too far 2009 was that that wasn't Derek Rose that was 2008 so 2009 was well you answered 2008 Derek yeah, Rose yeah I'm jumping nice. ahead <laughs> uh, give me a hint for 2009 dunk contest jumped over car
0: Oh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. He redshirted a year, too. Yep. Do you know where he went to college? Oklahoma. Yep. Drafted by... The Clippers. And now plays for... The Pistons. Yep. Cool. What and a then, surprise, by you know, the way. Wow. he's That was the weirdest trade I've ever seen in my life, by the way. I didn't
1: think it was a weird trade, but I'm surprised for Detroit how well he's playing. Well,
0: it was interesting because I knew that the, they were trying to trade Blake. Mm-hmm. And then when they got Tobias Harris, I was like... That's lopsided. Right. But then you look at Tobias Harris.
1: Yeah, dude's balling. Balling. Dude's balling. He's <laughs> straight balling. Dude,
0: that's amazing, man. And then uh, 2008. Yeah, Derek my Rose. boy,
1: my all time favorite player, Derek Rose. Mad props this year, dude. He's coming back.
0: He is just a hair under the numbers he had put up for his MVP season. How
1: insane is that? How wild and is that? And he's shooting
0: better from three.
1: That is outrageous. How old is he now? Like, what? Do you know? Uh,
0: let's see. So that was 2008.
1: I think he, I think was, he was a 19-year-old. 19, 19 or 20. So I can't do math. He's
0: 29 or 30-ish right now. Yeah, he's
1: getting up there. But That's mad, insane. Mad I've, I've always loved D. Rose. And he looks... I mean, I haven't seen a lot of games of his this year, but he seems almost as athletic as he was. Yeah,
0: he's not doing the dunks, but he's got some... Yeah, but he's got the and stop stuff. and start,
1: the change yeah. in speeds. The, oh, man.
0: And his shot's just so good now. It's yeah, what
1: a story. Uh, my yeah. boy.
0: And do you know where he went to college? Memphis. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: I know about my boy Derek Rose. Yeah.
0: So, over the last ten seasons, three picks from Kentucky, three picks by the Cavs, two picks by the Sixers, and two picks, or three
1: players on the Timberwolves. Who of that, who of all the guys I listed do you think is the best of all of them? I have my answer. I want to say Cat.
0: Nah. But longevity, probably Ben Simmons. Nah,
1: dude, AD. Oh yeah, it's got to well, well, be Anthony Davis. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. So Anthony
1: Davis <laughs> and Kyrie. Wow, I'm, I'm I, can't, still, I can't I can't read. I, can't I would read. take. Okay. I'd probably still take. Oh man, I don't know. I'd probably Kyrie's take Kyrie's got injuries. It's it's true. Uh, if I'm building my franchise, I'm taking Cat over Kyrie.
0: Yeah. So AD, Cat. Probably Simmons after that.
1: I don't know. I I'm, I have a hard time with Ben Simmons. He's a terrific player, one of the best in the NBA, but boy can't shoot like he just gets choked up on defense i like, guess
0: he's a system player then because he doesn't have to shoot for that team i guess if he so. was on a different team and needed to shoot he'd be trash
1: could you imagine him in golden state would could be, you imagine
0: that'd
1: be awful it would be amazing he'd be a triple double player he'd be average a triple double well, easy what Draymond does yeah get rid of Draymond. i'd trade him for ben simmons in a heartbeat <laughs> get out of <laughs> good here look,
0: good luck paying for that <laughs> good luck paying for that We've reached the end of the podcast. So having fun, it's, having it's fun, man. Sweet. Appreciate it. You play Vader's fist in week nine. Oh god! How do you think your team will fare against one of the highest scoring teams in fantasy? Who on your team will have to have a
1: magical week for you to get the dub? It's got to be Chris Paul for me. He's been, he's been such a wild card for me, and I feel like that's kind of been the wild card. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of been the story of my season. You know, Zach. I, I got lucky with Zach Levine. Kevin Love had a super high ceiling coming into the season. Trash got literally hurt; he's gone.
0: Could have done anything he wanted to on the basketball. Court he literally could it have
1: it. been a top five player this in this league, and then gone. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. started super low. Now he's been doing well for me. He's kind of dipping it down again. But I got to say, Chris Paul—he's got to put up. He's got to do well for me. And he's then gotta hopefully be consistent. Victor
0: Oladipo was healthy by that time.
1: Yeah. Did, did anybody else? I'm, we're talking about this on December first. Did anybody else know he was like hurt, legit? I didn't. Bro. I just like found this out. Yeah, I just found this out. I yeah, I kept like reading the updates on the thing on uh, you know his player profile and it just said like oh tweaks knee he's participating in practice like likely he'll play tomorrow and then for two weeks he hasn't.
0: Yeah, like Terrible. Well, Terrible. what is
1: happening to me? Yeah.
0: So do you see yourself winning the championship? No, against uh, oh Stephen in Week Nine. You
1: know what? I I'm, I'm on the uprise. I don't think I win this week, but. I think I win the week after that, and then I start stringing together wins after that. So consider yourself lucky this week, Steven. Look out. I'm coming for you.
0: Wild card.